always liked. Kawabunga. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 112 of the Superhouse Podcast. This is Andrew, as always, and this week we have an extremely special guest, and I'm just going to run you through his uh, background right now, so here it goes. Born in Paris, France, Dr. Kasim Zugari began studying martial arts as a teenager and quickly began visiting Japan to further his studies. He began his training in 1986 in France. In 1989, he made his first trip to Japan where he trained with Ishizuka-sensei. Ishizuka-sensei pushed him to stop studying electrical engineering in order to engage in the study of Japanese language and history. Over the years, Kasim became a personal translator for Grandmaster Masaki Hatsumi and has become a member of the Nihon Budo Gakkai, which is a Japanese martial arts research organization. In 2008, Dr. Kasim Zugari received his Ph.D. in Japanese history and culture from the prestigious Inalco in Paris, France. Inalco is the National Institute of Oriental Language and Civilization. His thesis was titled Ninjutsu, Its Form, History, and Essence. In 2011, he was invited as a researcher at Kyoto University, the Nichibunken, where his area of research is the history of the techniques of conventional combat and military strategies and was eventually incorporated into the Nihon Budo Gakkai. In the meantime, he wrote more than 25 articles for several magazines around the world. He also published several books, including the famous Nimpo Ninjutsu, L'Homme de la Lumière, in 2003, as well as The Ninja in 2009. He gave numerous lectures in several universities such as Osaka, Cambridge, Georgetown, Montreal, and Wellington on the history of the ninjutsu and schools of classical combat. Dr. Kasem Zugari has practiced ninjutsu for well over 20 years now, but still insists that he is still a student and continues to learn from Ichizuka Sensei and, of course, Grandmaster Masaki Hatsumi. Dr. Kasem Zugari continues to share his experience and knowledge at seminars throughout the world. And just in case anybody's wondering, I do have my sources cited in the description of this podcast for this intro. So anyway, without further ado, let's take it away to our interview with Kasem. First of all, I just wanted to thank you for coming here. I fully realize that you don't have to do this. <laughs> You're, this is you know, this is awesome that you're here, and I thank you for, for being here. Well, first, uh, I need to thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I think um, it is, you know, there, there is something I've learned, and I keep learning each day, each day. Uh, it is always uh, beautiful to answer to someone who wants to learn. Oh, thank he, you. He, he, and especially, for example, when he's in thirsty of knowledge. Uh. So I don't consider myself as a... Uh, the source of knowledge, but if we can share uh, a moment of education, a moment of knowledge, a moment of wisdom based on the practice and uh, the knowledge of uh, master of the past, it is uh, a duty, an obligation and a pleasure to answer to that. And not doing it, it's like uh, disrespect the art, disrespect the nine ryuha, disrespect everything that deals with knowledge. 
So it's me to really thank you. Plus, look, the place, look, <laughs> it's surrounding of a, a lot of people, a lot of great things. Even Sami is there. Yeah. So really appreciate. Thank you very much. We really appreciate. Yes, thank you. So let's get right into it. Brandon tells me that you're, you like to just get right to it, not a lot of fluff. So uh, I'm just going to jump right in. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So can you please explain anything at all about Kamiyomoji, anything like that in its relation to the nine schools? Well, I mean, that's very interesting because I just heard the question a uh, few minutes ago, if I may oh. say. Oh, okay. All right. First, Kamiyomoji. So... Translation, it means the G, the letters, the characters used by the kami. So uh, the first thing as a scholar is to put this question, do the kami, so literally translated by God, but they are not God, it's Shinto, mm -hmm. used, uh, uh, for everything that deals with divine. Right. In the Japanese, of course, uh, tof, or way of looking, everything that deals with uh, uh, divine. So, Kamiyoji is uh, literally the uh, letter kanji, mainly, or a way of writing used by the kami. So, the first question, like I said, that you might ask as a scholar, as a historian, or just uh, at least as someone who study a little bit, is do God needs a pen and brush <laughs> to write down kanji? And right. if he does, if he does, what about the text like Talmud, Bible, right. Quran, right. which we said this is the word of God, which in certain way I believe to that, but mm -hmm. transmit to men who's going to use the language of their time or the area, the country where they live, to write him down. So, of course, maybe the inspiration inspiration might come from somewhere. And you have a lot of things like this in classical martial art, where you have um, a founder uh, who stay in a temple or a sanctuary for a certain amount of time. Sometimes they said 1,000 days practicing every day. I don't really believe this, but mainly what we find is seven days where they push the practice very deep and they have an inspiration from the temple where they stay. Okay. And the inspiration comes from the uh, kami or uh, uh, maybe a tengu of the place. And from that, they name the art, they name the technique from this. This is, historically speaking, what you can find in most of the ryuha, including, of course, the nine ryuha. But this aspect of kami yoji, the first time you heard about things like this, is Meiji area. So it's something pretty much uh, uh, new, it's not at all. Right. And uh, it has been used mainly by the people who were studying something called Kokugaksha. Uh, most of the people translate this like nativist. So Kokugaksha, they are the people who study, Sha, mono, mm. person, study, Gaku, uh, scientist, home of science, home of study, Koku, the country. So it mainly refers to the people who study Japan, Japan in his origin, Japan in his uh, imperial family, Japan in this aspect of Kami, because Tenno, son of uh, the sky, mm -hmm. uh, are uh, apparently, according to uh, the history, in directly, directly transmission, directly chain of initiation, come from the Kami, uh, who uh, create Japan 
and not the other country, by the way. So this is very strange. But right, right. Really, so in, in this time of Meiji area, uh, there is a different movement because Japan is uh, building itself as a country, as a nation, as a powerful nation. And it's important also after uh, the different uh, wins uh, in war against China, against Russia, they emerge, they raise as a powerful nation. And at that time, they need also to legitimate uh, everything that deals with Japan, the emperor family, and the fact that they are the country of Kami, built by Kami. And this is the time where um, in Japan, and it, it exists already in Edo area, a kind of discourse, a kind of argumentation, where things that come from China and things that are already Japanese and ex exist in Japanese, because you know that kanji, the kanji, kan, it's actually a direct reference to the Han Dynasty. So in the Han Dynasty 7th century, this is when the kanji came from China in Japan. So the, the way of reading is Chinese, uh, kanbun, the, 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 the phrase, bun, fumi, the phrase, the words if you want, kanbun is the, the, the phrase from the Khan. So it's it's Chinese. And at the time, 7th century, 8th century, even until Edo area, speaking Chinese in a high in a high in a in a very uh, high level way, being aware of uh, the literature, the poetry, etc., was very important. So most of the people around the emperor, uh, the aristocracy, what we call the Kuge, they were very well versed. But not only them, even the monk, uh, which most of the time were sent as ambassador uh, in country like uh, Korea or China, they were deeply well-versed uh, in the knowledge of those countries. So speaking, reading, writing uh, correct Chinese was really important. And among that, of course, in the formation, the education, education formation of uh, a monk or a kuge, uh, you always have the Chinese classical text treaties, uh, among them, of course, war strategy treaties like uh, uh, Sun Tzu, etc., etc. So actually, it's seven books. Uh, you have uh, Sun Tzu, Sema, Goma, Shima, and of course, in that you have um, all the corpus uh, related to the Confucianism, Neo-Confucianism, Tao, everything, everything that will um, give you the um, how can I say the uh, in French, the word is the bagage, so which means the luggage, the experience uh -huh. to be able to read any kind of text. So Chinese was something very important. And of course, in this time of Meiji area, where Japanese gone step by step, take the direction of nationalists, uh, which kind of push them to mm. a certain uh, like uh, um, political expansion, that it's not something they they create it was already that was at that time all the uh, european country uh, had already colony here and there america too so japan who learned from those country everything they copy uh -huh. that's the reason why they went in china that's the reason why they went in korea and everything of course it's not just copy they also understood that uh, in case of primary resource they have nothing so they need the Asiatic continent in order to find everything. So they have the knowledge, they have the technique, but they doesn't have the primary 
resource, oil, metal, gold. Uh-huh. So here it is. So you need you need a certain ideology, doctrine to move forward. And that's how the nationalists, I mean, more or less. And how can you how can you pretend to teach to China, to Thailand, to Korea that your country is better than them when in your own history you have elements that prove that you learn from them? Right. Here it is. You have something that happened already in Edo area and before. People who base that before Chinese as a language, as an influence came into Japan, we have something purely at the origin, Japanese. A way to talk, a way to be, etc. etc. So that's a little bit hard to find, mm-hmm. but some people believe this and they're going to base their work, their study, their research on few texts. First one is called, of course, the Kojiki. And Kojiki, Ko, it mean, uh, means Japanese initiate, Furui means old, like the same Ko of Kobudo, Kobujutsu means old. Not only old, uh, uh, there is different meaning according to history, but nowadays oh. if you take a dictionary or the Kojien, it's going to say initiate, so it means in the past. Uh, uh, you don't read, of course, Mukashi, but it's Furui, it means uh, old. Like uh, if you go to like an uh, antique book in Japan, it's Furuyahon, means mm. uh, old bookstore right uh, so this uh, ko means old and jiki means event fact of the past and it deals about the foundation of japan and all the different kami uh, like amaterasu no kami etc etc susano etc etc how the how the the country was born from the kami and until uh it's the old legacy of the emperor family that deals with and this is japan for them this is japan and they're going to use also what we call nihon shoki nihon shoki so nihon japan shoki it's all those texts that deals about the history of japan mm-hmm. and on that of course you have different texts like the manyoshu which is a, a, a anthology or a recueil of different poems they're going to use this to base their study and legitimate Japan. In that area, something called Kamiyoji or Kamonoji, and you can read it both ways, huh, is born. Used by certain scholars, and I have to say very clever. Mm. Very clever. And behind those Kamonoji, they hide, it's like you create an alphabet behind certain way of writing that doesn't exist in text mm. because this is created by God apparently this is how God writing mm-hmm. how the Kami wrote and uh, cleverly they use it to hide different things so you can use it in a scroll for example etc etc and which is really interesting because you have also uh, in Ninjutsu a very important aspect that you can find in Bansai and Chukai it's how you use certain color, certain kanji, in order to express uh, or to hide a certain meaning of things. So to, to talk like codes. Pretty much what you have, for example, in America during the Second World War, when they use uh, the Navajo or the Indian way of talking 
in order to convey a message uh, like this, the Japanese, I mean, the enemy cannot understand because they could crack the code because they understand English. So they had to uh, change uh, the language. And you have the same things uh, in, during the same time with uh, the Enigma system. Uh, oh. So it's pretty much a thing. Mm. You create a code in order to uh, transmit a certain message very important for position of the uh, enemy army uh, or uh, requirement for uh, more supply. Here it is. Kamiyoji is this. And then around this Kamiyoji, you're going to have a very uh, deep literature. A lot of people are going to jump in, mm. jump in literally and create things and believe believe that these are the letters using by the kami. Oh. Me, for example, uh, as a scholar, uh, when I did my thesis, I searched for the primary text, primary, primary uh, resource that deals with uh, bujutsu uh, or heiho. Uh, of course, you have things that come from China, but I, want, I wanted to know which is the primary ryuha what kind of text, resource, document they can use. And unfortunately, right now, the, the first Yuha that, that have uh, the text are uh, Shinkageryu from mm. Kamizumi Senokami. Mm. And uh, you have also just maybe few years, maybe three to four years just after, you have, of course, uh, uh, the, the Yuha called Nenryu, Mani Wanenryu, at the beginning it's called Nenryu, that have the scroll written. Huh? Uh, it's, I think it's uh, the Nenryu Miraiki, this scroll. And uh, but because it was written three four years after, I have to take the Shinkageryu scroll. Uh -huh. But uh, historically speaking, the Nenryu is before Shinkageryu, fourteenth huh? uh, century. So I use those uh, scroll. And even if I study, of course, Mani Wanenryu or another school of Jujutsu known as Koshino Mawari uh takeno uchiryu they also have something written in the five one thousand five hundred eighty and uh shinkage i mean the, the writing of kamizumi se no kami was written in 1560 63 66. so here you are in the front of the primary uh material source document written by a master and by, by master i mean not just someone who master what he does but you are a master when you master something and when you can explain it and transmit it that's what make you that, that's what make a master and those master kamizumi sinokami yes he said uh hey ho the let's translate this the arts in general right mm -hmm. hey ho it's more like the strategy the tactics the military combat the doctrine everything that deals with combat large scale short scale which means a lot of people a few people many weapons it's also at the same time how to lead people on the field how to take care of a family how to take care of a nation how to take care of a country so it's politics it's everything so that's hey ho let's call this the art because actually there is art in anything so when he wrote he wrote on this the art was a gift to the kami to the people he wrote this and he does a draw uh, of a two uh, kami with a branch. That's how they talk to human. Oh. Let's say that le to legitimate. It's always you need to legitimate what you do, mm. especially when it deals about killing people. Uh, and we're going to see this through the whole history of Mar uh, of uh, Bujutsu in Japan. Hey ho, uh, even Yagyu Mulenori uh, as a shogun instructor is going to also to legitimate 
and they use, for example, a phrase that comes from Taoism or from Chinese, uh, different uh, treaties where they said, like, for example, weapon is, see, is seen as bad, like a bad thing. But at the same time, you need the weapon to control, to run, to rule, and to show the example. So, weapons are bad, but if they are in the good hand, which means in the hand of someone who cultivates the virtue, it creates the balance. That's the reason why you have this aspect of budo, bun bun ryodo, the double way of cultivate military arts, techniques, ideology goes with the self-education. So when you take those texts, I come back to what I'm saying. When you take the text of Kamizumi Isenokami, which is one of the first one written, it doesn't talk about Kamizumi. I'm sorry, it's not mm. a secret scroll, something you give to a, a, a disciple that you have choose. Right? And he wrote few of them. I mean, you have 14 disciples, some said 10, let's say between 10 to 14. And uh, he gave them to each one. Uh, unfortunately, we can find three. I trace only three right now, which is not bad already. And I, mm. and I had them in my hand and I studied them. He doesn't use the Kamiyoji. He doesn't use the Kamiyoji. Mm. Yagyu doesn't use the Kamiyoji. They, of course, in the history, they're going to start to use Mikyo. They're going to start to use many things in order to uh, hide, um, explain, um, develop, uh, expand, give an extension to what they think the art is. This is very important, but they never use Kamiyoji. That's very interesting. Even all the uh, Sanskrit, they doesn't use it. Mm. You need to wait later on, later on with time and peace. All the Yagyu uh, scroll doesn't exist. It doesn't have this. Uh, ta um, Takeno Chiyu doesn't have it. Mani Wanenu doesn't. And if they have it, it is written really after, really after. So all the aspect of Kaminyuji that you can find also on uh, certain studies of um, Miura Mi Joshin, who wrote things about the cookie uh, central book. Uh, you have also uh, Ango Ishin. All those uh, people were pretty much verse, well versed into the different, um, how can I say that? Uh, it's, you have the cookie central, but you have different great family in Japan, warrior family for years. They kept diary, chronicle, um, Texts, sometimes scroll, that deals with uh, the history of the country uh, and the change and the introduction of certain uh, doctrine corps or religious or medicine, etc., etc. So they kept this for years. And sometimes what they wrote goes against maybe the uh, mainstream of the history. Mm. So in the time of Meiji, where you empathize the fact that the country is created by the kami, that the emperor you follow is not human, mm. is a god. Right? He's right. a god. So you cannot allow yourself to have any kind of, let's call, let's call this, parallel history that goes against this. And this is very important, Joel Meiji, sorry. Very, very important. Now, when if you go to Japan, I mean, if you go nowadays in Japan, in many universities, there is a lot of studies done on this aspect of Kamiyoji, mm. you know, uh, which what what was the purpose of this, etc., etc. And what is very interesting, it's not 
most of the people doesn't know that. Mm. It's only a few people, mainly in martial art or people who study uh, Shinto too. Mm. But even in Shinto, uh, the, 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 the path of Kami, it doesn't have it. Mm. It's strange. Plus, if you're looking for text of Shinto, you need to wait the uh, end of Edo, especially uh, Meiji area where few things have been mixed mm. with uh, Christianity and even also Buddhism because there is this aspect of syncretism in Japan. Mm. So, what Kamiyoji is, here it is, a creation of men, mm. wise or not, with, I have to say, knowledge, quite a big knowledge because you have to create that. Huh? Who wanted to transmit something, pass down a message in a certain way, which have been influenced by the political ideology of the time. Mm. And then some of them were versing martial art. Some of them were part of that circle that were where this those idea was uh, pretty much uh, put in uh, in front up front, and they might use it for written a scroll or explain a technique or just pretend that what they does is important or in order to give importance to someone that look this is the Kamiyoji it's for you you're special take it nothing special. Now about the nine you are, and uh, for what I've seen, most of the things written by Takama Sensei is pretty much clear. There is sometimes Kamiyoji, because I was uh, pretty much um, uh, in connection with uh, all those people mm. who use them, mm. uh, pretty much in, around the cookie family, etc. etc. But uh, honestly speaking, it doesn't help to move better. <laughs> I know. And this is very important. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm very interesting about that. It's very interesting, especially, you know, if you like, uh, if you are really fond of everything that deals with secret, uh, Templar, uh, conspiration, uh, complot, etc. This is great. Look, but uh, Kami Oji, uh, the letter from uh, the Kami, I mean, uh, it's a Kami. It's mm. like, for, I mean, even in the history of the Bible, even if the history of. Uh, uh, Quran or um, Talmud, Torah, God never took a brush. Right, right, right. Never took a pen. And even in the idea of Islam, they talk about the Kalam, mm. which is a kind of a, a, a small piece of bamboo that you use for writing. The idea is not this, is writing is knowledge. Knowledge is what makes you great, make you deep. And if you have the knowledge of God, well, you open to everyone. That's the idea. It's to push people to study. But God doesn't need a pen to write. Imagine God needs a pen to write to Moses or something like that. Mm. Huh? And even when you watch the movies, uh, the uh, Ten Commandments, here, use a brush. Huh? We saw some kind of fire wrote on the stone. Mm. Now, it, it is important always to not never forget the context of and the context. Uh, the historical context, the ide ideological context, the political context, and at the same time, the human aspect context mm. of, and ask the question, why this has been created? And mm. if yes, why we don't have trace, strong trace in the other classical Ryuha, which are more older, who already have scroll writing, 
in, for example, the 15th century, like the Shinkageru or the Overyuha I mentioned. Yeah, I, I read that it was pretty much associated with nationalism in Japan. Always. And, and actually, the, this yeah. is the aspect of kokugakusha. Mm. Kokugakusha. Huh? Koku, kuni means the country. Gaksha are the, the, the scientists. Mm. Huh? Uh, gaksha, actually, it's more a man that study. Gaku, manabu, mm. means to study in mm. Japan. And it's a reference of daigaku, mm. of, uh, um, uh, which means translate by university nowadays, but the true meaning of daigaku means the big, the huge study. Mm. And it's a reference of Confucianism. Oh. So it goes directly, daigaku, the great study, it's to study the, the principle, to study the way, the path, etc., etc. So it is logical when you read kokugaksha, they are people who are completely fond of the country. Nationalist. Right. Nationalist. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against nationalists. Huh? Actually, nationalist patriotism goes also with heroism and, uh, unfortunately, terrorism. You know, mm. the frontier is very thin. Right. Now, people need an ideology. They need an ideology. In Budo, you have an ideology. There is a doctrine. If this doctrine allows a certain flexibility, good. If it's stiff, Ah. That's why the, the, the middle, the middle is very important, the, this art of distance, like that's what he presented. And it's true, it's nationalist, but there is no nationalist. I mean, each time of the history has its own nationalist, but in Japan, Meiji area, mm. it is something. Right. There is a question, I mean, uh, I don't know if you know Yukio Mishina, Mishima. Oh, yes. A very I, famous yeah, poet and yeah. writer who uh, suicide himself. Right. He, he, he wrote many things uh, about the emperor. And here's mm. one thing he said if you were in the sky as a kami, why did you come on earth? Mm -hmm. You should stay over there. Right. And uh, not have uh, to suffer the pain and everything. <laughs> right, right, so right. It is. And this comes right. from uh, Yukio Mishima, mm. huh? uh, a writer, a poet, huh? who write beautiful things, by the way, and die uh, mm. the way uh, I mean, the way everyone knows. Mm -hmm. So, Kamiyoji, you know, uh, everyone who deals with cookie uh, Zensho, the, all the texts about cookie Zensho, Ame Bungsho, Takenuchi Bungsho, different family, different records, everything that deals with uh, Japan is the country of uh, country of uh, of Kami, created by the Kami. We are different. We are superior. We are here to teach you your civilization, to teach you the greatness of your civilization. I mean, that's all the uh, um, propaganda used uh, during uh, the Second World War and a little bit before by uh, the Japanese nationalists uh, in order to uh, invade China, uh, Korea, etc., etc. So you needed something. So Kamiyoji, great. And if uh, you tell this to someone who has nothing in his head, which is the case in a lot of people in the Bujinkan. Oh, the writing of the God, come on. Right. Please. Please. Was there any connection, as it, it being used as a code in the Meiji era? With yes, yeah. yes, used as a code. But the problem is like any code, once it's cracked. Useless. Useless. I mean, you don't need this in the Nanaluha. 
mm. because there is already a code and the code mm. is what can you copy and apply and face anyone mm. can you on your form and the way you practice being at the being the the vector the medium that reflect the master if you cannot do that i mean no matter what you have coming it's like having scroll doing a collection of scroll knowing kata collect kata but what you do i'm sorry for the word is shit <laughs> it doesn't touch it's Keith. yeah sorry sorry <laughs> we we swear on this podcast all yeah, the time sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> a lot. oh by the way i didn't interest thank you very much um, to to join us if you have any questions feel free to ask huh yeah go ahead sure. stefan oh i don't have anything right now great though good good listening <laughs> stefan stefan's joining us from denver hello stefan hello okay <laughs> <laughs> okay if you have any question yes please <laughs> if you have any question feel free to who's ask. your favorite ninja turtle <laughs> oh I, I like all of them you know? <laughs> I like, of course, I that's the answer i was hoping say. for <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, if you like only one you know it's like uh you use one finger in your hand uh -huh. you know it, yeah. it's a family they are all good they are better <laughs> all together and, I'm like, then. And, be, and, and behind this i mean i hope i think the creator of this want to teach also the kids to you know to yeah. bend together you strong together right. but you're limited uh, it's like the, i mean look the finger of the hand they are completely different length isn't it huh yeah. but they are stronger when they go together which means the strength is if you spread your finger like this, you're going to see that your hand shake. Mm. But when you bring uh -huh. everything and you calm down, you better. I like the old Ninja Turtle. I, I prefer Splinter because Yoda. You know? right, right. But they are all cool. They, everyone brings something on the table that makes yeah. the table great. It's like the, the um, yes, it's like the night of the, the, um, the round. Night of the round. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like the moose. I mean, D'Artagnan is great, but without yeah. Atos, Portos, and Aramis, nothing. Right. I mean, it's like the X-Men. Yeah. I like Logan. He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> but with everyone around, with right. Nightcrawler and everything, right. you know, it creates a kind of synergy. And that's good. That's good. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> we, we dig, we dig the, it's true, we dig uh, the grave alone. But there, you, let, you let a souvenir. And people, yeah. people remain, remember yeah. of you, you know, and they think about you, they pray for you. you know? and, and that's a great thing. Yeah. Is, was this kind of like pop culture stuff? Is that kind of what got you into this? I mean, I, that's probably what happens with a lot of people, right? Well, it's, uh, in the middle of the 80s. I watched my first Ninja movies in uh, 84. Mm. That was uh, in America, the Ninja Pooh with Shokozugi. Mm. Of course. I mean, completely. Um, I remember, I mean, I'm a kid, man. I like mm. Spider-Man. I like Captain America. I like the Black Panther. Yes, he's gonna be out. I'm gonna go to watch. By the way, <laughs> I love Batman. Yeah, I'm a kid. You, you you dress like a ninja. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, but don't get me wrong. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be a hot path. So yeah. Yeah. I love popular culture. Mm. I mean, uh, where I'm born in Paris, where I live, like a kind of project. Um, my culture, beside, of course, uh, mm. my parents and the fact that I'm born in Paris in French, my culture is what? Is the Jackson 5, Coulain the Gang, Barry mm. White, Marvel. Mm. Of course, I read French. I love Tom Sawyer. Uh, so, uh, yeah. popular, mm. it makes you 
open to the people because popular means the people. Mm. Who is the people? La populace. Mm. Is us. Is us. Look at Marvel. We love the same things. I talk you about something that, that bend us together in the front of the table. That's great. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. And now, of course, the things you grow, right? You want to grow. I still love. I mean, I was a teenager that one day the X-Men, the Avengers going to be on movies. I have right. to wait until 30s, 40. <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. look at the kids we have now. Mm. Huh? When they watch Star Wars, oh boy. <laughs> we, we waiting years to have the whole, everything. As I wait for the of the Rings. How many years I wait for Captain America, the real one, now, the one they have, but even the whole one of the first Spider-Man movies, I was like this. Uh, <laughs> even if I have to say the visual in effect back in the time, Ooh, when you watch them now, yeah. my God, first Jurassic Park and now Jurassic Park. Right. I'm talking here. I grew, but I still keep this children mind. No matter right. what, I have a PhD and work on ancient right. scroll and love religion and try to be right and, and practice the things that are deadly or whatever. I still that I keep that mind of reading manga. I love this. Right. It's really good. And it's also entertaining. We are human. You need to, you need to be a little bit entertained, good entertainment. Mm. And sometimes in the entertainment, there is the word enter, mm. enter to get in. Mm. Mm -hmm. See, it helps you, you know, look, I mean, I, who told me that I was into the ninja two things. I'm going to do Japanese studies until PhD. So yes, 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 of course. I'm completely in, completely in. And I like, now you grow. There are things that are a little bit crazy. Mm. It was nice, okay? I mean, uh, at 40 years, you don't think like you have uh, 20 years or 40 due to the better perspective. And you understand also the kids who come to you because you've been through this. So you need to be experienced. Of course, I'm completely in. <laughs> <laughs> you have any more questions, Stefan? Um, no, man. I feel like I was at a Tony Robbins lecture or a TED talk, except it was all about ninja. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's like sitting at next, sitting down at the table. With, with, <laughs> yeah, it's like sitting down at the table with Master Splinter having a slice of pizza. Ah, thank you very much, man. <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> I feel like, because I know both Andrew and I are in the martial arts and stuff like that, I feel like, yeah, man, like what you're saying, I could be applied to anything that we study, you know, and, and, it, and it inspires, it enlivens the whole thing. Really enriching uh, of discussion. You have to. Well, for all the people who listen, thank you very much. Really appreciate And uh, I hope uh, a little bit just to keep on practice what you love. And uh, yeah. uh, in the game, with pleasure. Okay, thank you very much. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you again for coming on. And <laughs> hope to see you in future and talk more. Hope so. All right, everybody, that was episode 112. I want to thank Dr. Kasim Zugari for coming on. And just like I said in the podcast, in the interview, he did not have to come on, but he took the time and uh, came on for us. And uh, it was really awesome, as you heard. And hopefully we can have him on again at some point in the future. So anyway, thanks again for listening. And please, um, if you could take the chance and uh, go to patreon.com 
slash Superhouse Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Superhouse Podcast. And throw us uh, a little donation here and there. Contribute to uh, contribute a donation to the Superhouse Podcast. That would be awesome. Anyway, this is Andrew signing off. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and don- we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. <laughs> you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. But you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you Joey for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project. <laughs>